0: Welcome back to the Midweek Podcast, Grace Bible Church. It is a joy to be able to, to speak to you today. Uh, we're here with John Hayes, our kids pastor. Hey, everybody. And, of course, Brent and myself. Hey, John. Uh, so, John, thanks for, for joining us. We're uh, grateful that um, that we can take some time to talk with you today. Um, Brent, what's cooking? Oh. Roast. Oh, you know what's cooking right now. It's
1: John. We've got John That's on right. the menu today. And you know what? Uh, I am excited uh, because you all can't see this, but there is a twinkle in Steven's eye, even as he asked me that. He's been running around. We've got the audio visual upgrades taking place. He's been uh, running point for us on that. And uh, I, I am really excited about that, Stephen. So let us get into your mind first before we get into John's mind. Tell us what's well, uh, what's be, going on with you.
0: Let's be clear first. There's always a sparkle in my eye. You know that, right? Wow, I've never seen it <laughs>
1: till this moment. So,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, uh, yeah. It's it's an exciting time. We've got guys that have been here working diligently to um, get our our new upgrades installed, and they are working at an incredibly rapid pace. I have I have never seen stuff go up so quickly um and i'm thankful it's them and not me cuz i have no clue what to do with uh all of this leveling and i might have a hard time hanging a picture on a wall so i'm really grateful for them um and yeah so it's chugging right along and this sunday being the the first time with our our new stuff it's going to be really exciting uh so church thank you for praying for them thank you for giving so generously um and uh thankfully they've been really safe so far so um so we really appreciate that but yeah, it'll be a, an exciting time this Sunday to gather and uh, and to worship uh, using some new equipment. Right, and not only
1: will we—I know you'll be—you and the audio visual team, worship team will be uh, hard at practice on Friday and Saturday, getting all that tuned in, and even Sunday morning uh, up until our one corporate worship service that we'll be having at ten thirty this Sunday. That's right. that's, that's going to be an exciting time to gather together uh, as well, and for the next. Many Sundays, next six Sundays, we'll be gathering in one worship service at 1030 uh, until we go back to two services uh, beginning August 23rd with the welcome of of SFA and then the opening of our pre-K ministry. And This is where, John, I want you to tell us a little bit. I know you'll be helping uh, you'll be helping Jenny and overseeing, uh, at least for those first few weeks before kids ministry starts back on September 13th is our plan. Uh, you'll be helping to oversee that check-in process. Can you just tell us a little bit about what it's been like to try to minister and lead, equip families, make contact with kids and things like that in this uh, social distancing time.
2: Yeah. Well, parents, you obviously know that this has been a unique season. Um, Lots of time home with your families and uh, less time in friendships and face-to-face interactions like that. Uh, And so we're excited to get to open back uh, into some sort of face-to-face in-person ministry in the fall. Uh, this summer has been really fun. We got to do some water fights, uh, and we got to continue some Wednesday night live over Zoom. And so we're thankful for the technology you know, that lets us continue to to have some interaction, but it, it really can't take the place of in-person ministry. And so we are so excited to get to open back up in August 23rd for pre-K and September 13th for kids.
1: Yeah. Can you tell us about some of those things that y'all are looking at doing when we when we do get back in person? I know the uh, you know, you've even looked into for all your leaders, of course, buying some really cool looking, uh, uh grace kids face coverings that look just quite yeah. frankly, pretty, pretty cool. Uh, tell us some more about the, some of that stuff you're looking at doing.
2: Yeah. Well, in all of this, you know, we want to be wise in implementing procedures that keep you and your kids safe. Um, that is our number one priority is safety and keeping everything clean and health and everybody healthy. Uh, and so, Yeah, we've looked at, you know, we're going to have to reduce room sizes so that, you know, we have a limit to how many people are in a room at once. This helps us make sure that we can implement distancing uh, and also clean our surfaces really well in between groups using them. Um, And having two services at that point will let us clean really well in between services to make sure that uh, your kids aren't touching things that earlier kids have touched. Uh, And then, yeah, all of our volunteers will have masks for them. Uh, so that we can make sure, again, that we are being as safe and as wise as we can.
1: Good. Well, tell me about a little bit about, you know, we've got our kids club. We've had to have a real spirit of flexibility, you know, having a a bit of open-handedness, as we like to say. We get a plan, and then we open it up to the Lord and let certain elements get plucked out and edited as seen fit. I know that's coming up on us on August 3rd through the 6th. That'll be in the evenings. Tell us yeah. a little bit about your, your teaching that you've chose to, to focus in on. I know a lot of that will be outside as well to, mm-hmm. uh, to take advantage of that uh, opportunity. Yeah. So t- tell us about that.
2: Yeah. So this year uh, for Kids Club, we're going to be walking through the life of Abraham. And so Kids Club will be four nights, and we're going to take four lessons walking through the life of Abraham and showing how Abraham's life parallels the gospel. Right. So we talked the first day about God calling Abraham. Uh, And how God has given Abraham a purpose and a role, right? Um, To go and be the the beginning of God's chosen people of Israel. And then we're going to talk about how, you know, in the same way, God wants relationship with us. God wants um, to show us that he loves us. And the second day, we're going to talk about Abraham and Ishmael. And how Abraham chose to try to fulfill God's promises on his own. And so he tried to take God's plan into his own hands. In the same way, right, we have all sinned. We've all fallen short of the glory of God, and we have messed up God's original good plan. Uh, And so that'll be day two. Day three, we're going to talk about Abraham and Sarah having Isaac. Uh, And this is going to be our day to talk about the hope that we have also in Christ, that, yes, we have messed up. We have sinned. Abraham sinned, but God is still faithful to fulfill his promises, And in the same way, Jesus offers us forgiveness and new life in him. He fixes what was broken in sin. And then our last day, we're going to talk about Abraham and Isaac, when God calls Abraham to go to the mountainside and to give his son up. And Abraham faithfully goes to the mountainside. And in the same way, right after we know Jesus, life doesn't get easy and always fun and enjoyable, right? But we can trust when life is hard, God is still good. And in the same way that God provided the ram as a sacrifice for Isaac, right? in the same way, God is good and uses hard circumstances for our good, and he protects us even in the midst of that. Um, mm-hmm. And so that's going to be our four-day walkthrough through Kids Club. We're really excited to get to, to study the life of Abraham and what it looks like to live a life that's adventurous. right? God wants us to have life and have life abundantly, and so we're mm-hmm. going to spend four days talking about what does that look like for us. So we're excited. Come on
1: now, come on now. Sign me up for that. Get me in on this action. Here, <laughs> that's good. Well, you know, I know, uh, John, you're you're one of the cooler guys on our on our staff team, uh, and, but your wife is certainly cooler than you are. There's no doubt about that's that. What about
0: what about me, Brent? What about me? Well, you,
1: I said one of the cooler guys. One of the cooler yeah, guys. Clearly, good. Cynthia is the coolest of all uh, all the folks the on our staff team. There's no doubt <laughs> about that. Guys. But. <laughs> I want to say, uh, you know, I, I want to ask you a question. I know you—you're uh, a young father. Uh, Abby is is just uh, tremendous and a, a blessing to our congregation. Uh, yeah. And you've got a little Atticus uh, in this COVID, unexpected, uh, you know, unprecedented season. Uh, what is something that you've learned? Not so much maybe as a as a as a staff member and as a, a shepherd in that way, but what's something that you've learned in this season, just as a disciple, that you would want to pass on? to parents with their kids and that you hope you would be able to remember so long that Atticus as he grows into a man one day would be able to model out as well.
2: Yeah. Well, I think in this season we've all been, we've all had some of our busyness taken away. Some of our hobbies have been taken away. Some of our sports have been taken away and it's really kind of left us with our family. Like that's, that's what we have. Um, I think in this season, it has just been incredibly sweet to get to spend evenings together, uh, spending time, eating dinner, reading to Atticus. Uh, and I think that, that going forward, uh, I'm really praying that we don't lose our focus on that, that spending time as a family, investing in our son, investing in each other, uh, really getting to walk with our son as, as he um, you know, is beginning to learn to crawl, but also reading stories, reading the Bible to him um, you know, getting to invest in that time. And, and I just, I hope that that is something that marks the rest of our life, that we invest in our family, that we, that we lead our, our son in what it looks like to follow after God. And this season has been a, a time of really getting to practice that because there hasn't been a lot of other things, you know, taking our time. Um, and so that's a lesson that I, that I really hope that we've learned well. And, and I'm praying that like you and your family have gotten to see the fruits of this season in that.
0: Well, John, we're so uh, grateful for your leadership and for your wisdom and for how the the Lord has sustained y'all in this time, and um, really excited to be uh, able to kind of get started again. And kids' camp is going to be uh, amazing. Um, Brent, uh, where are we going to be this Sunday? How are we um, how should we be preparing uh, for for service, and kind of what are we going to get to to dive into uh, together?
1: Well, we'll be beginning the what some call the Book of Suffering. Uh, This is the transition now, even though Jesus has already been around Jerusalem, uh, where John intentionally sets the, uh, not our John, but the author, John, of this gospel, uh, (laughs) sets the attention toward the suffering scene. And what takes place, John uh, chooses to give special attention to the foot-washing scene during this this Passover event. And we talk about service and the sacrificial service of Christ. Uh, modeled in this unbelievable act of humility, that he enters into this uh, with complete knowledge of who Judas is. He knows the severity of the hour that's before him. Um, he knows what will take place. He knows he'll return to the Father after uh, completing this ultimate, incredible, full extent and this action of love that will take place, not only in the foot washing, but culminating as crucifixion and and so. Uh, just the awareness. That's my prayer for this Sunday, is the awareness uh, and the model. So when we say Christ models this, I, I want to be clear on Sunday, uh, and even now as we prepare for Sunday, what, what Christ is doing in these later chapters is all the Gospels put an attention upon uh, Christ's uh, the Passion Week uh, and experience. But what we want to grasp is what Jesus did was totally unique. That that We don't repeat what Jesus did, but as believers who abide in Christ and Christ's finished work— those who we've been adopted and forgiven and we we minister out of the overflow of that, that, that Jesus is clear here in this foot-washing scene modeling this great act of selfless love even towards betrayers, uh, that there is blessing for the believer and modeling this act of submissive, submissive repetition in our lives. So as we abide in Christ, we begin to see others as Christ sees them, uncompromising in the truth. Jesus is never compromising. Uh, and, and yet, pouring ourselves out in intentional sacrificial service, and in that there is there is blessing. And he asks the disciples this. He says, you all don't understand this. And then he asks them this question. He says, you do you do understand this. Do you understand this? He he causes them really to ponder the significance of this scene. Uh, so this week is John 13, 1 through 17, uh, and this pairs so well with what we're going to do uh, in two Sundays when we finish off John chapter 13 and and this statement of love so uh, re- we want to remember this action of love that gets referred later on to what what does love look like as he gives them that command uh, in the, the end of John 13. so super exciting text to be in and, and Stephen I really can't imagine uh, a better text to be in in our in, in a service in which we celebrate uh, the, the generosity of of the lord's people we celebrate the uh, just the joy of being together and in the, the room again together for for so many of us. So uh, I am excited. And John, I appreciate you taking the time to sit down with us as well. I know you're making a lot of calls this week uh, to uh, many of our parents and uh, ministering out to them. So appreciate you taking time out of your schedule to be with us.
2: Yeah, it's great to get to talk with you guys.
0: Well, church, we're praying for you. We can't wait to gather with you this Sunday. And uh, whether that's online or in person, we are blessed to be able to uh, worship together as a body of christ and uh, we'll see you sunday see you then